Hi y'all, welcome back. I'm Barbie Jean and today I am doing an Ask Me Anything episode. We have sex positions, sexuality. I have a lot of tips and tricks today for y'all. So I really appreciate you being here. Let's dive in. Welcome to Sweet Release. first question I have is, have you ever filmed you and your partner having sex and how awful was it? Awful? No way. My partner and I are both very creative people. We love making adult content for ourselves. I remember in 2020 when we both weren't working, we had a fabulous weekend at this cute little bed and breakfast and that's what we did all day. (laughs) If you are an exhibitionist, like I am, that is a kink of mine. It is a really great way to explore that kink because by putting a camera up, it makes you feel like you are being watched. So it can really be a great way for you to explore that kink if you're into that. It's also just a fun creative activity to do with a lover or a friend or a partner. It can help boost self-esteem. It can just get those creative juices flowing. And it can just be an added element that you can have fun with, with your partner or a fun date night. And then you can explore it and watch it later on, masturbate to it, um, see how sexy you look on camera, watch the two of you together. It can just be a really fun experience and I highly encourage it. And no, it's never awful. (laughs) When you create something, it's not bad. It's always fun and good, even if the angles aren't always perfect. It's a fun activity and a creative thing to do with your lover, and so I definitely encourage it. Next question. Hey Barbie, I just wanted to say how much I love your energy, and that I look forward to Thursday every week now for a new episode. Thank you. I'm a hypersexual person, but don't have anyone to talk to about kinks or fetishes, so you have become my source of desire. Much love. Well, thank you so much. That means so much. It's not a question, but I really appreciate it. Um, Just a reminder, I am available for intimacy and kink coaching. You know, contact me, barbiechainxoinfo at gmail.com, or you can find my email on my website as well. Reach out if you're curious about having that one-on-one. I'm so glad to this person that feels their desires are finally feeling heard and accepted and and that I'm creating this vulnerable space for you, but I'm also available one-on-one. So, um, and I'm going to have some workshops coming up too. So just reach out if you're curious about diving deeper into who you are. Next, what's your funniest experience in bed with someone? Oh, so many funny ones come to mind. The first one I think that comes to my mind was actually my first threesome I had with my current partner. She came from work and she was working at a restaurant. She had this big, beautiful loaf of bread and we ignored the bread at first. She like put it in the kitchen and we got to business and had a really fabulous night exploring all of our holes and having a lot of fun together. (laughs) Shortly after she left to go to the bathroom and she must've went to the kitchen as well. She comes back naked with this big loaf of bread and I don't even remember what she said, but the way that she entered the room feeling so sexy and just with this loaf of bread and started feeding it to us, that just made my just laughter go insane. I was cracking up. It made me smile. It just, it was so silly and so much fun and I just could not stop laughing. 
maybe it was the few cocktails that I had that made it extra funny or (laughs) I don't know, but that just, that was a really sexy and funny moment in bed. So that's, that's one of my funniest. (laughs) Next. When you're experiencing an orgasm with your partner, do you prefer him to keep penetrating you or for him to pull out so he can, so you can take over from there? The worst thing you could do is pull out when I'm at the peak of arousal or when I am coming. So I definitely think that the best thing you can do is keep penetrating. Sometimes I want you to slow down. Sometimes I want, yeah, the the tempo to shift, but I will use my hands to do that or my body or my voice to let you know. So I do think that that is kind of the worst thing that you could do in my opinion is to stop abruptly even if after you climax, I, I hate when guys just immediately stop. Like, I think you should focus on my body too. And women take a lot longer to climax. So if we're about to reach that climax together, you have a condom on, you know, whatever form of um, birth control you're, you're using. I don't like the pullout method because of this. Because a lot of the times I need a few extra moments to reach my climax. And so by pulling out right away and allowing me to like take over, that just like ruins it for me. So I much prefer my partner to continue penetrating me. Even after they climax, allow me to then finish and allow it to like slow down naturally and not like aggressively all of of a sudden. So to answer your question, I definitely think that pulling out and letting me take over just is not something that I prefer. I think a lot of us are different, and I also think it depends on the position. Um, So then that leads me to the next question. Does every sexual position feel the same to you, or do you have different feelings for each position you're in? Every sexual position feels different, so you're not wrong there. I think there are different feelings for each position, at least for me. I find that when I'm on top, I'm feeling more in my topping energy. I'm feeling like I want to be in control. I want to ride you. Like, that is... I am definitely in my top energy. When I want you to take control, then I want to be on the bottom or then I want you from behind. So there's a lot of elements that are involved. Like also what type of orgasm do I want to be receiving? Do I want like the deep one? Then maybe I want you from behind. If I want to have multiple things happening at once, maybe I want you on top of me so I can have a vibrator on my clit at the same time. So there's a lot of different feelings and sensations involved with with each position. I also think it depends on the mood that you're in. Sometimes when I'm in my more sensual or passionate mood with my partner, then I want that eye contact. So I want you looking at me. I want to feel your body on top of mine. So then I I don't want you just coming from me from behind. But if I'm like feeling super sexual and super like I just want to, to be penetrated, then yeah, I want you from behind or from the side, you know? So there's there's a lot of different angles that I think determine the sensations and the feelings that you're feeling for that day. And I love this question because I think it's important to note that. Like we're, we all should be exploring different positions all the time and wanting to do different things. Maybe you're not in the mood for penetration. I talk about this in my last week's episode with Dr. Kat. Sometimes we don't even have the energy to feel like we're ready to be penetrated. Like we, sometimes we, our bodies shut down or just like shut, close off and it can be painful. 
So sometimes you may just want oral or sometimes you just may want a little bit of a different type of energy. So I just do think that's important to know that our feelings do play a big role and what position and what angle that you want to explore that day. So thank you for asking that. I think that's important for us all to note that it shifts drastically and you have to just have that conscious awareness of that. Next question. What would you say is the key to great oral sex, both giving and receiving? So giving oral sex, it's different from man and men and women. So I'll start with giving oral to females or people with a vulva. Um, obviously the clit is the stimulation that we're dealing with or the orgasm that we're dealing with when we're giving oral. But you can also use your fingers. I find that using your hands is is very important when you're giving oral. But focus first on tongue. You know, tongue is so crucial. Your tongue is the big part of oral. So just remember that, like use your tongue, flick it in different positions, move it around, make sure you're getting all wet and using your tongue. And then, um, like I said, fingers, I like to use knuckles. I like to use fingers, get that G spot involved. You know, don't forget that the clit is this huge piece. And so, yeah, you have the outward, like, exact clit, but it also, the clitoris is very long and it goes all the way down. So don't forget to lick around and and get in that whole erogenous zone involved. And, and that is um, just really important for giving proper oral. When you're giving a man or when you're dealing with a penis, same thing, use that tongue. I find that a lot of men love sloppy blowjobs, so getting, like, feeling sloppy with it, getting lots of saliva involved, and, again, using your hands, like squeezing. You know, the tension and the friction is really important when you're dealing with a penis because they like to be in those tight places. And so remind yourself that you can, like, create this really tight friction spot with your mouth. And use your hands, get the, get the balls involved, like get the whole erogenous zone involved as well. I just think that's really important to give a proper and good um, experience to your lovers. And then as far as receiving, I would say focus on that breath. Sometimes it's fun to give eye contact, like watch your partner doing it. That can feel really good. Um, even giving it, like I always try to give eye contact if I can tell that the lover enjoys that. Some people like to just let go and release back into their mind. And that's okay too. But focus on that breath. You know, the way that we get these really intense, energetic, full body orgasms or just allowing ourselves to let go in a more pleasurable or with more magnitude is by using our breath. And a lot of us forget to breathe when we're in (laughs) pleasure moments and we just don't think about it. So I find that just like circulating that breath through you and focusing on it is a really good tool to use when you're receiving oral. Next question. Do you think butts are instinctively attractive? No, I don't think so. Honestly, when I think of like instinctively attractive, I would think of other body parts like the vagina or the titties. Butts instinctively being attractive, I don't don't think of them that way. I think of them as this pleasure zone that uh, we should all explore. There's a lot of ways that you can penetrate these erogenous zones through the anal cavity and so I encourage anal pleasure I do I think butts are awesome I think we should just all be exploring all of our different crevices and holes and I and I love exploring butt stuff with lovers so I definitely love booties 
but do I think they're instinctively attractive? I, I, I would, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um, I guess I'm thinking of like a butthole. So maybe like butts in general. Yeah, I guess you just said butts in general, right? Yeah, I mean, butts are, they're round. <laughs> I've said this before in my anal pleasure video, like they're round, they're scrumptious, they're beautiful and they taste good. So I guess like when I'm looking at a butt, yeah, like aesthetically they are beautiful. But when I first read that question, I was thinking of like the hole itself. Not to say I don't love exploring that hole, I think, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess they are attractive for sure. I think it's a body part that we should all appreciate and love. And yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess maybe, yeah, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> Next question. Have you ever had an orgasm during anal sex? If so, how was it different than a typical orgasm? So there's a narrow wall, um, in your anal cavity. So that's why it's really easy to feel a lot of pleasure. Of course, there's all the nerve endings and it's a huge erogenous zone with pleasure spots everywhere. But on the other side of that wall is the prostate. So that's the easiest way to reach the prostate. On the other side of that wall for for women is the A spots, which are on the others, which are on the sides of the cervix. You also have the cervix, of course, the A spots, you have the G spots. So there's a lot of spots that you can hit from the booty. So yes, <laughs> I have definitely had anal orgasms. They're internal orgasms, so different than a clitoral or orgasm. It feels longer. They feel more intense. It feels like a like a body, a full body energy orgasm and not just like a waterfall clitoral orgasm. So I find that they, yeah, they are more intense. They, they often last longer and they feel because they're deeper, they're inside, it, it can feel more energetic and it can feel just like, I don't know, more intense. So yeah, it's different than a typical clitoral orgasm. That's the, the typical female orgasm that most of us have. And for me, anal pleasure is very vulnerable. So I just feel like sensational. I feel like just in tune with like everything that's happening. And so, yeah. Can you explain the allure to watching a gay man having sex with a straight man? My partner has mentioned before about wanting to watch one of her gay male friends fuck my ass while she masturbates to it. I think it's kinky as hell, but I'm not sure I can handle that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend that the first time you explore anal pleasure. <laughs> I guess I don't know if you've explored anal stuff before, but I would encourage her to peg you. I would encourage anal plugs before asking a male friend to fuck you. I think that's really common for women to be curious about um, same-sex play. I think a lot of us in our sexual exploration in high school or, or younger or college, the majority of us watched gay porn or lesbian porn. Like that is very common for women. The fluidity of it, it's just a turn on. Um, so I, I can imagine why she would be turned on that, by that. And I think that's really awesome that you didn't shut her down. <laughs> but I would encourage you to communicate and see how you could fulfill that fantasy without just going straight to 
her wanting to watch you get fucked. Like, that is kinky as hell, and that is hot. And if you're into that, then yes, do it. But communicate to her that maybe that will be a little bit intense the first time. So maybe try to explore butt plugs first. Maybe have her get a strap-on that's, like, a little bit smaller. Like, they have, like, smaller strap-ons that can be a great way to start exploring anal pleasure. So I definitely encourage that first. Next. So I was doing some research the other day and found it was quite common for people to be openly bisexual during the Greek and Roman empires before it became stigmatized. It got me wondering, do you think people are naturally bisexual? No, I don't think people are naturally bisexual. I think bisexuality or sexuality in general is a spectrum. And so I think a lot of us are on the spectrum. I think during this this era that you're talking about, the Greek and the Roman empires, a lot of people were more openly fluid, but that's because they weren't being punished for it. They weren't being put in jail. They um, weren't, you know, they weren't hate crimes happening against them. Like it was just like more kind of accepted. Not to say there weren't issues during that time with like the wealthy people um, were abusing the lower classes or even they were abusing like adolescents and not boys of age. But anyways, to, to stick to your question specifically, I don't think people are naturally bisexual. I think a lot of us are on this spectrum. I think a lot of people feel shame around sexuality because of the traumatic experiences that have happened to people when they come out about being in a same-sex partnership or, you know, just all of the hate and, and the criticisms that these people have received in the last few centuries is just terrifying. And so it's created a lot of fear around sexuality. But no, I don't think that there's more people that are bisexual or I think we're just kind of born the way that we are. But I do think that the more we normalize pleasure, then I think people are more willing to accept like all the different ways that you can experience pleasure. And I think that is becoming more prominent in society, which is wonderful, but I do think there's still a lot of work to be done. But I think I'm going to stop there. I appreciate you guys so much. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for the questions as always. Bye.